My name is Megan. I'm a stay-at-home wife and mom. We live in the beautiful state of Montana. I'm the creator of the blog and YouTube channel, Wilson Homestead. Join me as I share my passion for homesteading life, motherhood, from scratch cooking, and life in the farmhouse. Today, I wanna to teach you how to make some DIY diffuser Christmas ornaments. I know it is only less than a week until Christmas, which is so, so exciting. I just can't believe it's coming up so fast. It seems like it totally snuck up on us, but there is still time to make some of these really cute, really fun diffuser ornaments as kind of a last minute project with the kids. And they'll just spruce up your tree and bring really lovely smell. And you can enjoy them while you open all your presents on Christmas morning. So I actually only made these a few days ago and we have just been enjoying them so much. They're a lot of fun. The kids really enjoyed helping me make them into different shapes and putting essential oils on them and now we all are really enjoying how they smell on a tree. And I just love simple Christmas ornaments. As you will probably be able to tell if you look at our tree, we have DIY dried orange slices, which I will link my tutorial on that. We have pine cones, we have a really simple live tree that we all went and cut down right after Thanksgiving. And then we also have these DIY diffuser ornaments. So it's just really simple. They just hang out and complement each other really well. I just really love how it looks. These would make really great like last minute gifts for family members, especially if your kids make them, they can make them for the grandparents. That would just be a really special thing. They can decide what such oils to put on them. They can decorate them in different ways. You can paint them or add glitter or all sorts of different stuff. You can really personalize them. So this is a great little project for this last week before Christmas. And let's just get right into this recipe. So the ingredients you'll need are three quarters of a cup of water, one cup of baking soda, a half a cup of arrowroot powder, and then just essential oils for later. But we won't put the essential oils on until they're all done. So you only need those three really simple ingredients. Most people make this with cornstarch, but I honestly do not have cornstarch on hand because we do not use cornstarch in our diet, period. I actually feel like I should get some just for projects like this, but I wanted to try using arrowroot powder because they're both really similar for thickening foods. I use that or flour for thickening our food. So I was like, why not try this? So I just used equal parts of what people usually use as cornstarch. So if you have cornstarch and not arrowroot powder, you'd use the same one half cup. So you can easily substitute those. But actually it is hard to find recipes that use arrowroot powder for this instead of cornstarch. But I was so happy with how they turned out. They are holding together really well. There's nothing wrong with the consistency that I can tell. I was just really impressed with how they turned out. So the first step is to measure out all three of your ingredients into a medium sized pot and put it on the burner. I, I just turned my burner up to about medium heat and you're going to want to keep stirring it so that it doesn't burn to the bottom. You're just gonna keep stirring it. I can't, you can leave it a little bit, but you wanna make sure you just keep an eye on it because it will scorch the bottom and be all messed up if you leave it for too long. But as you stir it, it's only gonna take a couple minutes. It actually goes really fast, but you keep stirring it and it gets more and more thick and it eventually turns into a ball. So once it's formed into a ball, you'll know it's done. You can take it off the burner. And then I like to actually just transfer it to a separate bowl to let it cool off. I like to get a cold damp cloth and put it over it. I find that it keeps, enough moisture in that it doesn't let the top like dry out into a crust but and then also the cool from the from the cloth helps it cool faster so I really like to do that it's not necessary 
but I put it in a bowl and cover it with a cool damp towel. While it's cooling off, you're gonna preheat your oven to 175 degrees Fahrenheit. But this goes so low, just so that we don't burn these, we just want to dehydrate them basically. So once your dough is all cooled off, you can do it when it's still a little bit warm, but as cool as you can let it get. I'm a little bit impatient, so mine was still a little warm when I started rolling it out, but that's okay. So you roll it out and you want it to be about a half inch of thickness. I just dust the countertop with air root powder where I'm going to be rolling it and then I will dust the top of the dough and then I'll roll it out. And it actually didn't stick to my rolling pin at all. This is just a really non-sticky dough. And especially if you use a little bit of air root powder on the top and bottom as preventative, it worked out really well. And then you use cookie cutters to cut out different shapes. I actually had to borrow some from my mother-in-law because I have some, but they're really tiny. And I find that the tiny ones just break a lot easier, especially when you're trying to poke a hole through to hang them. So I went over there that morning and I borrowed a bunch of bigger ones and I love how they turned out. If you don't have cookie cutters at all, you can use a knife. It's just a lot harder to get it to look like it's how it's supposed to, but you can use a knife to cut out shapes and that's perfectly fine. I'm just definitely not that skilled to use a knife. I like to just use the cookie cutters. Sophia, my two-year-old, really, really liked helping with this part. She liked to help push down on the cookie cutter and then move it over to the cookie sheet. It was just a lot of fun for her. So this is just a really great project to do with your kids during Christmas. I really love having like Christmas traditions that the family does every year around the same time. And so this is definitely one of our traditions. I just always want the kids to look forward to making diffuser ornaments every year and deciding what shapes to use and what essential oil scents to use. So it's just a lot of fun for the kids. So you're gonna move them all over to a cookie sheet. I just move them as I cut each shape. You're eventually gonna run out of room in the dough. So I just form it back into a ball, roll it back out and start again. I actually did that like four times. You can just keep cutting out shapes. Once you run out of room to cut shapes, put it back in a ball, roll it up, cut as many as you can, roll it back up, roll it out again. So just, Try to use all the dough as best you can. I ended up with a tiny little piece left over. It was just a little too small to use for even one of my tiny little cookie cutters. And then you put the cookie sheet in the oven and you're going to bake them for about an hour. Some of my bigger ones, like the gingerbread man that I did, still felt like soft. So I actually took them out. I, I took out some of the smaller ones, but I flipped the rest of them over because the bottom felt a lot more moist than the top and then I put them in for like another hour. So they can go between an hour or two. You don't want to overbake them where they're like brittle and they break apart really easily, but you also don't want them to be too soft. And then you just let them cool and then you're going to put the string on them to hang them. I like to do that before I put the essential oils on because then when I'm handling the ornaments trying to put the string on, I don't get the essential oils all over myself. They can just be on the ornaments. I personally just like to use a little awl and just poke a hole through the top of each ornament with certain kinds, like the star kinds, you can like tie it around a star in a certain way or tie it around other ornaments. You could probably tie it around like the underarms of your gingerbread man or something. If you don't want to poke a hole, if they feel like they're too brittle, you feel like they'll break if you poke a hole. So there's several options with that. I just poked holes in all of mine. I actually had some of my tiny little ones break, which I kind of figured because they're just really small. But for the most part, the rest of them did really good. I personally love using jute twine for this. I feel like it adds just another rustic touch to this. And especially since I'm going for more of the farmhouse style, it's really just perfect for this. And I will be sure to link the blog post that has the recipe card for this. And it also has a whole bunch of different essential oil combinations that are really Christmassy and festive. 
So there's like a Christmas tree blend. There's a holiday candy one, Maria Bright, Cinnamon Spice, a White Christmas. There's just a few different blends on there that are really Christmassy. So just make sure you go check out the blog post so that you can print out the recipe card and get all these essential oil blends. Of course, you can just use single oils. You can use whatever blends that you want. You can just really play around with this. I actually liked using some On Guard on some of mine because that does smell just kind of Christmassy because it has cinnamon and clove in it. So you can add about 10 drops, I think, to each diffuser ornament and it'll soak in. I don't add them all at once because it'll kind of drip off the edges. I'll put some and let them soak in. I'll flip it over, let them soak in the back. So you can get quite a, a bit of essential oils in this, but just play it by ear. If it's looking like it's not soaking in, only do a few drops. And the amount of drops really just depends on your preference and how big of a space the tree is in. We have a really tiny living room, but I also do like strong essential oil smells. So I did put quite a bit like on the higher end of the essential oils, but if you don't want it to be as strong or you have a small living room, then just do a lot less. If you have a really big living room, you're gonna have to do more so that you can smell it in the whole room. And again, like I said, you can decorate these and make them fancy and you can paint on them. That's really fun. You can like sprinkle them with glitter. You can tape pictures to them. So if you're giving them to a family member, you can tape like a really small family picture on the ornament. You can just have a lot of fun with decorating these. I personally like to leave them plain because I like really simple minimalist look, but you can do whatever you want with these. And these are definitely more on the delicate side of ornaments, but if you take good care of them, they should last through several seasons. So what I recommend doing and what I like to do is wrap each ornament in tissue paper and then I'll put them all in a Ziploc bag and then I'll put the Ziploc bag in a cardboard box. And the cardboard box is just to make sure that they don't get smushed. Like if something gets sat on them, they're gonna be all fine. You're just gonna want to make sure they're stored somewhere where they're not gonna get jostled a lot and moved around. They just need to sit until the next Christmas season and they should do just fine. And it's best to store them in a cool, dry place. And then just add new essential oils each year because they will fade off the ornaments, but that's fine because then you can change it if you didn't like the scent from last year. So. I hope you guys enjoy making these as much as we did and make sure you go check out the blog post with the printable recipe card. Thank you for listening. Your support means a lot. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Wilson Family Homestead and YouTube at Wilson Homestead. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks for following along.